What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future passion. Explore paths to careers that will excite and motivate you. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu to find out how to connect to your future. WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock news block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. One person's been killed and another badly injured after a crash late Saturday night in Benton Harbor. Police say the 33-year-old driver was pronounced dead at the scene at Main and 5th after the car flipped and was engulfed in flames. Police had been alerted to the black BMW entering the city at a high rate of speed and found it the fiery wreck. The 22-year-old passenger was significantly injured and is at Spectrum Health Lakeland after being, being treated. No names have been released pending notification of family and further investigation. And police are asking anyone who witnessed the crash to come forward. Professors at Eastern Michigan University are off the picket lines as of today and back in class. The professors' union reached a deal after marathon contract negotiations over the weekend. Lead negotiator Matt Kirkpatrick. I think that the administration and the union ultimately have the same mission, which is to teach our students. And we're back in the classroom. I think our faculty um, showed their strength as a as a um, as a group and as a union. And and the administration uh, can you know do nothing but respect that. So I think you know I think we'll be okay. Details of the pact haven't been released. The professors still need to ratify the contract. They walked off the job last week. The university said a full-class schedule would resume today at the Ypsilanti campus where faculty members started picketing last Wednesday. Berrien Springs High School has unveiled its new Arts and Athletic Center to the public with a two-day celebration featuring tours of the 72,000-plus square foot facility. There was a jazz band performance and a ribbon-cutting ceremony from students and teachers to coaches and administrators. Everyone in the community was thrilled with the finished product. Superintendent David Eichberg told us why the district embarked on the project. We not only built the facility to meet the current need, but to try to anticipate future needs. And the hope was that we were good stewards with the money that we were given by the community. We invested that money well, not only for today, but the future. So the facility is built to, to hopefully address future needs and future growth in the district. The athletic complex features practice space for up to three teams at once and includes 20 basketball hoops, more locker rooms, and a fitness and weight room facility. The Performing Arts Center will provide classroom and performance spaces for choir, band, and drama. Market Van Buren and Southwestern Michigan College are getting together this month for a forum on the future of the Southwest Michigan economy. Market Van Buren says it's always got its eye on the latest economic trends and forecasts. And future of the economy panel discussion will be a chance to get some insight from local businesses the discussion will feature Market Van Buren Director Zachary Morris and leaders from Hydro, Midwest Energy Communications, CHT, and Owen Ames Kimball Company. They'll talk about regional developments like the job outlook in the next five to ten years. The forum will be September 29th, starting at 5 p.m. at the Dwajak campus of Southwestern Michigan College. Those who want to attend can RSVP online. The Michigan Department of Natural Resources could increase the amount of Chinook salmon at stocks in Lake Michigan. DNR Lake Michigan Basin Coordinator Jay Wesley tells us the salmon are popular among anglers, and the DNR currently puts about 650,000 of them in the lake each year. They're proposing taking that up to 1 million. That's after there's been a dip in the, the Chinook salmon population 
in the past couple decades? They've been going down for the last 20 years, and that's just because the lake doesn't have the same capacity as it used to. The quagga mussels have really sucked out a lot of the necessary nutrients. However, a strong population of alewife in Lake Michigan lately have been helping the salmon. Salmon are actually doing better. Their survival is doing well. Most of the population is supported by wild fish. Those are fish coming out naturally from rivers. Wesley says with all the alewife, the DNR believes the larger Chinook salmon population could be supported. The fish are hatched at the DNR's hatchery in Matawan. The DNR first checks with other states bordering Lake Michigan, as well as Native American tribes, before moving forward. The final step will be a public virtual meeting on September 19th, and the decision will be made shortly after. Bridget McCormack, the Chief Justice of the Michigan Supreme Court, says she will quit by the end of the year. McCormack, who was nominated by the Democratic Party, was re-elected to an eight-year term in 2020. She's been on the court since 2013. McCormack said today she'll step down between November 22nd and the end of the year. Election victories by McCormack and Justice Elizabeth Welch in 2020 put Democrats in the court's majority for the first time since 2010. McCormack previously worked at University of Michigan Law School, helping wrongly convicted people win exonerations. Michigan governors choose justices when someone resigns. Governor Gretchen Whitmer, a Democrat, called McCormack a phenomenal public servant. There are lots of help-wanted signs out in restaurants and retail stores around Michigan. The founder of Grand Traverse Pie Company, Mike Busley, says it's a struggle now since their high school and college employees have gone back to school. There's always attrition. People are always kind of coming through, but it's just hard to re to refill those positions. We're able to do it, but in some of the shops, the hours are shorter because the shifts, you know, we can't fill the, the full shifts. Busley says they closed the Rochester Hills location for a month because of staffing shortages and an ownership change. And a new partnership involving groups from Detroit and Windsor, Ontario, will allow people to enjoy trails in two countries in one trip. The Michigan Department of Natural Resources, Community Foundation of Southeast Michigan, Trans-Canada Trail and Waterfront Regeneration Trust in Ontario signed an agreement that will connect the Iron Bell Trail with trails and parks in Windsor via the new Gordie Howe International Bridge. Trans-Canada Trail President Eleanor McMahon says this is a first for North America. We want to link the Great Lakes Waterfront Trail, part of the Trans-Canada Trail, to Michigan's Iron Bell Trail and the Great Lakes Way via the new Gordie Howe Bridge, an important tourism attraction, active transportation route, and conservation opportunity. Hikers and bicyclists will be able to use the Gordie Howe International Bridge, which will include a toll-free two-way path for pedestrians and cyclists to walk or bike across the Windsor-Detroit border and connect onto one adjacent road and trail network. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg Report. WSJM News Now continues. The President and First Lady were invited to attend the funeral service for Queen Elizabeth. ABC's Karen Travers has the latest on their trip to the UK. President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden will travel to the UK on Saturday to attend the funeral service for Queen Elizabeth, planned for Monday, September 19th. Asked if the Bidens would be bringing any other VIPs with them, Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre told reporters on Air Force One Monday. The invitation was extended to the U.S. government, uh, was for the President and the First Lady only. Jean-Pierre would not say if the president would meet with any other officials while in London, including King Charles or the new British Prime Minister, Liz Truss. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. Queen Elizabeth II has been likened to the invisible glue holding the United Kingdom together. 
Some think the reign of King Charles III will see those bonds come unstuck, giving new momentum to Scotland's push for independence. But the fact the Queen died at Balmoral Castle has made Scotland the focus of commemorations watched around the world in the first days after her death. That served as a reminder of the monarch's deep ties to Scotland and could provide a boost for the Union. Charles has moved quickly to stress he'll be a monarch for the whole of the U.K., undertaking a national tour during his final first days on the throne. Both the Senate and House are back in session this week with their final legislative sprint before the November midterm elections. A bill protecting same-sex marriage and a re- resolution to keep the government funded are both on the agenda. More from ABC's Jay O'Brien. The Senate in the coming weeks is expected to take up a bill that would protect same-sex marriage on a federal level in the wake of the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Also, by the end of September, lawmakers must pass a short-term government funding measure, what's called a continuing resolution, to avoid a shutdown. As of Monday, a group of 70 House Democrats had expressed their concerns about a proposal pushed by West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin, which would loosen the approval process for new energy projects being attached to the funding measure. Jay O'Brien, ABC News, Washington. Ukrainian troops have reclaimed a wide swath of territory from Russia and pushed all the way back to the northeastern border in some places. The Ukrainian, Ukrainian military also reported capturing many Russian soldiers. The gains are part of a lightning advance that forced Moscow to make a hasty retreat from occupied land. As blue and yellow Ukrainian flags fluttered over newly liberated towns, the Ukrainian military said its troops had freed more than 20 settlements in 24 hours. In recent days, Kyiv's forces have captured territory at least twice the size of Greater London. That's according to the British Defense Ministry. The momentum has lifted Ukraine's morale and provoked rare public criticism in Russia of President Vladimir Putin's war. Former President Donald Trump objects to the candidates that the government proposed to conduct a review of materials seized from his Florida country club. More from ABC's Aaron Katursky. His attorney said there are specific reasons why former President Trump opposes the government's candidates for special master, but they won't say publicly what they are. Instead, the lawyers propose telling the judge privately. The government proposed two retired federal judges, Thomas Griffith and Barbara Jones. She served as special master in cases involving Trump's former personal attorneys Michael Cohen and Rudy Giuliani. Whoever the judge chooses will review materials seized from Trump's Florida home, but which documents the person reviews and how long it should take, the two sides cannot agree. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. Jeff Bezos' rocket company has suffered its first launch failure. No one was aboard, only science experiments. The Blue Origin rocket blasted off from West Texas today. Barely a minute into the flight, bright yellow flames shot from one of the engines. The capsule's emergency launch abort system immediately kicked in, lifting the craft off the top. Several minutes later, the capsule parachuted into the remote desert floor, but the rocket crashed back to Earth. The rocket is the same kind that Blue Origin uses to send paying customers on short rides to the edge of space. The rocket is now grounded pending a federal investigation. President Biden's bipartisan infrastructure bill passed nearly a year ago, but ABC's Andy Field tells us he's still on the road promoting it to voters who may not know what's in it. The president at Logan International Airport reminding voters he helped bring them millions to upgrade their terminals. We're investing $62 million here at Logan. It's the largest grant for airport terminals in the country thus far. Many Americans either don't know about or haven't seen the results of the president's bipartisan roads, bridges, and broadband law. He's out campaigning to make sure they re-elect Democrats he says will continue those projects. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. Peter Mudge Zatko, the Twitter whistleblower whose warning of security flaws, privacy threats, and lax controls at the social platform, will take his case to Congress tomorrow. 
Senators who will hear Zach Zatko's testimony are alarmed by his allegations at a time of heightened concern over the safety of powerful tech platforms. Zatko, a respected cybersecurity expert, was uh, Twitter's head of security until he was fired in January. He's brought the allegations to Congress and federal regulators asserting that the influential social platform misled regulators about its cyber defenses and efforts to control millions of fake accounts. And a New York woman is heading to federal prison for interfering with flight crew members on a Los Angeles-bound flight, as we hear from ABC's Alex Stone. The American Airlines flight was heading from Dallas to L.A. last year when federal prosecutors say Kelly Pichardo and another first-class passenger became unruly and were acting in an intimidating way. They say she spat on a man trying to record her. The flight diverted to Phoenix and they were removed. Pichardo, who pleaded guilty, has now been sentenced to four months in federal prison, 36 months of supervised release, and she has to pay over $9,000. The other passenger will be sentenced in November. Alex Stone, EBC News. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.